We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Thirty-five, Jeff Cat, News Radio, WRVA. It is Tuesday. A lot of great stuff that uh, we are covering this afternoon, and, and I will tell you, this effort on the part of the White House and a number of the leading Democrats to just go back and rewrite history—it's fascinating. It's dangerous. It's duplicitous, but it is interesting. Oh, speaking of interesting and duplicitous, Nancy Pelosi, who, as you know, is the current Speaker of the House, has apparently updated her resume, uh, anticipating that the Democrats will, in fact, lose the majority in the House of Representatives. Uh, what we're all hearing out of D.C. now is that Nancy, Nancy Pelosi has asked the president uh, to be appointed as the ambassador to Italy. Well, that should that should be interesting. So we'll certainly keep you up to date on that. John Schwepp is the uh, director of policy and government affairs, the American Principles Project, and uh, they have been focused uh, like a laser beam on this rewriting of history that the Democrats are doing, that the White House is doing relative to school openings and the COVID pandemic. And I'm happy to say John's with us. John, thank you for being here. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Tell us a little bit. What is it that you are uncovering, and, and what is it that we need to know about this this effort to sort of scrub the past? Well, I think this is kind of a feature of this new left that we're seeing, where you know they are constantly um, you know doing one thing and then you know pretending it wasn't what they did when it goes the wrong way, and we see that with the school closures, where you know in twenty twenty. These guys were all about supporting the teachers unions and trying to get teachers paid indefinitely for not working. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> that, that wasn't very popular. And so they kind of reversed course, uh, especially after Yunkin won here in Virginia uh, in 2021. And, you know, but we see this across the board. And frankly, you know, I think what's worrisome about it is it's much like some of the dystopian literature uh, that warned us of things like this. You know, we think of 1984 and yep. how we've always been at war with East Asia. And that's the type of stuff we're seeing from this apparatus, this left-wing apparatus, um, and certainly through the media, is just constantly telling their people things that are not true. And unfortunately, you have a good swath of the country who just nods and says, yes, no, that's that's how it is. That's That's yeah. what we believe. John Schweppe is joining us. He's the uh, Director of Policy and Government Affairs over the American Principles Project. It, it's, it's, it's really interesting to me, John, and, and I don't know if I'm, I'm 
hitting this right, but for those of us that just came through this, it's only a year, two years ago, my kids were at home, I saw it up close and personal. Are there really people out there that 18 months after all of this occurred really believe what the the new stories are? You know, it's hard to say. I mean, I think the Democratic base buys into it, and they certainly Mm. repeat the rhetoric, but... You know, when we're talking about Karine Jean-Pierre, or whatever her name is, the, the press secretary, you know, out there basically saying, well, this is on- schools are only open because the Democrats passed all these spending bills. And it's like, well, yeah. how were schools open before that? You know, uh, uh, and I, I don't think it's going to work with most voters. I think, it's yeah. again, it's a base play. It's something they can get out there to their messaging apparatchiks. Um, but ultimately, you know, this is something where you know, we lived through this. Right. Like right. the voters lived through this. Yeah. You know, that's the thing, John, is that I'm thinking if they, if you were going back and saying, oh, you know, and in, uh, in 1902, this happened or that happened. I'm going, well, all right. Uh, you know, beats me by uh, by decades. So uh, I don't really know. But having again, just come through this and the the temerity of someone say like a Randy Weingarten over the American Federation of Teachers. God, it's only like three weeks ago. She still was calling for schools to be closed and everybody to wear be wearing masks from uh, eight in the morning till eight at night. It's not ancient history. Right. But I mean, this is why they have the power of the institutions and why that's so effective of that for them. You know, you have obviously the mainstream media would never ask Randy a question uh, that would, you know, dispute her narrative. And then you have big tech uh, willing to silence anyone who dares to point out that she said this thing three weeks ago. Right. And so I think when you combine those, that's a lot of power over information. And so ultimately, you know, the, the resistance, which is normal (laughs) America, you know, we're kind of left to uh, our media and, and, you know, trying to get this narrative out, but I think we'll ultimately be successful because again, the American people aren't stupid. You can't do this and and just pretend that, uh, you know, lie to them for years and years and then, you know, change it. John Schweppe joining us, the uh, Director of Policy and Government Affairs, American Principles Project. So, John, l- let's talk a little bit about the uh, the alternative, as an example. You're, you're talking about big tech. We look at legacy social media. Look, we look at the the legacy news media. The, these are folks deployed to newsrooms uh, that do nothing more than regurgitate on demand the uh, pre-written points from the uh, the Democrat National Committee. Uh, and so for those of us that are looking for information, they're looking for the truth, what sort of options have we got, particularly in the tech world? Well, it's really difficult, right? And I'll, I'll give you a case in point. Um, we've gotten news this week and last week that ivermectin turned out to be extremely effective in, uh, in saving people's lives from COVID. And for you know, this was last year, but for quite some time, you know, we had the media and social media, you know, banning any perspective that that, you know, said that to be the case. And what did what did that result in? Obviously, it resulted in people dying who shouldn't have died um, because of the information narrative. And so, um, you know, I, I think the alternative long term has to be uh, a Republican Party that's willing to actually fight back to fight for freedom. And so when you look at the social media stuff, um, you know, it's so powerful and the effect they can have on on the voting populace in suppressing information to them. I think we have to make sure that they can't do that and, and do what it what it'll take to actually get that done. So give us a little information about the American Principles Project. What what are some of the things you guys are working on day in, day out? 
Well, we are the NRA for the family. And so right now, with the elections two months away, we're really focused on making sure we get pro-family candidates elected. Um, You know, people like Blake Masters in Arizona, um, you know, Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania, some other places. And we're going to be in those races, um, you know, trying to do as much as we can. And then, you know, if we get uh, the House and Senate, which I think we will next year, uh, then it's about, you know, putting together a, a America first pro-family agenda, trying to get Republicans to pass it. And then we move on to 2024 and hopefully go save this country. Do you find uh, that sometimes within our own party, we, we, we have the most difficult time? You know, it's, it's easy enough to say, well, the leftists are in favor of this. And look, this is where the Democrats are pushing. I, I got to tell you, somebody who is uh, a, a Republican has been for years, I often think, man, uh, my party can figure out ways to screw up a one-car parade sometimes. No, that's absolutely right, which is why, you know, we've made it a part of our mission that we have to go beat you know, the bad guys within our own party, right? And so our, our super PAC got involved in that Michigan 3 race where Peter Meyer, who, you know, voted to impeach President Trump, he was also on a transgender rights bill. Ah, we don't need a Republican like that in the Republican Party. So we helped, you know, kick him out of there. And I think... Yeah. Um, that's got to be the thing going forward. We got to hold our guys responsible, and people like Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell, you know, they need to answer to the voters, not to you know the special interest groups they have been for a long time. Absolutely. Well, listen, John, I appreciate you being here. We'll get uh, your website up on uh, social media. The rest of it, that's John Schweppe. He is the uh, Director of Policy and Government Affairs over the American Principles Project. I think a fascinating discussion, don't you? Uh, this idea that Democrats feel so comfortable looking you straight in the eye and going, oh, well, that's not what happened. You and I came through this. Look, Glenn Youngkin is the governor of the Commonwealth because we, the parents, said, whoa, hang on a second here. You're not going to treat our kids like this. We're not going to allow you to mistreat children. We went through these ridiculous school closures, and Ralph Northam, that, ugh, what a vile, vile, human being that man is he did everything possible to do the bidding of the randy weingartens the american federation of teachers the national education association well we're gonna keep the schools closed well you know what's really weird about that is that in retrospect the worst thing they could have done was to keep the schools closed because all of a sudden we the parents were able to listen to what goes on in a classroom not by you. There were plenty of us that were just outraged by it. I want my kids in school. I want your kids in school. If you decide, listen, my kid has this issue or that issue, he should wear a mask. He should. He's your child. She's your child. That's what you do. You're the parents. That's what Glenn Youngkin has said since day one. Moms and dads have to make these decisions. Not, not some uh, goofy bureaucrat somewhere. It's got to be moms and dads. And if you are a mother or a father, you go, oh, I don't want to make that decision. Well, you got to step up to the plate because being a mom or a dad involves tough decisions. This is why I always have to chuckle when I hear people who, who describe themselves as pet parents. Well, you know, I have two dogs. Oh, I have two cats. Oh, I've got a bird. That, that's fine. And, and I wish you well, and, I, and I'm happy you're giving your pets a, a nice life. But please, don't insult those of us who are actually parents by comparing your roles to ours because it just doesn't just doesn't add up you're a mom or a dad tough decisions have to be made and your mission believe it or not is not to be friends with your children 
It is to raise them properly, to provide them with a, a moral grounding, to provide them with opportunities. It doesn't mean you give them everything they want. That's the tough part of being a mother or a father. And that's where we are right now. And the folks on the left are trying to convince us that we, the parents who fought for the rights of our kids, somehow were not really involved. It was all about Democrats increasing spending, and that's why the schools opened. Nonsense. It is 345, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.